Welcome to the Punters Preamble, Hong Kong edition. We've got the gun on the ground. How'd the barrier draws go this afternoon? Yeah, a few uh, happy connections and a few not so happy connections. Thanks for having me on, first of all, Simo. But no, all ran pretty smoothly. Breakfast was tip-top, as usual here at Shark Inn, and track work was very, very enjoyable this morning as well. Did you try the century eggs? No, we, the, uh, apparently the buffet is the first day we've had the buffet all week. It, although there was a good selection, there wasn't an overzealous selection, so I just went with the uh, the chicken snags and the uh, ham and cheese omelet Lo- alongside, so played it safe. Lovely. The There's always one horse, that is the Hong Kong Trackwork Sizzler. <laughs> Who's the hype horse this year? A struggle, because we actually haven't heard much talk. Everyone just keeps talking about how genuine uh, Glory Vars looks. He looks a treat, but I was sending some photos to Blanks earlier today, and um, so did Stone Age. He's got a ticket on him at the good odds, so Stone Age looks good. And Lee Papali, or Lee Papali, Papali, I should say, let me get that right. Too many papas in there. He looked good this morning as well, over um, a little bit, especially the legs out on the turf course as well. So they're all looking pretty good, but I haven't heard as much hype around on a singular horse yet. So we'll have to wait and see over the next couple of, couple of days. One of the great Hong Kong traditions this time every year is when a whole bunch of 120 and better horses fly into town and work around a track that is normally populated by a bunch of 55 raiders. <laughs> and everyone goes, geez, they look good. <laughs> <laughs> They tend to they tend to work okay. A, or when you watch a good horse work for the first time, geez, he goes all right. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Glad that Glory Vars is healthy. Everyone's searching for the law Canaloa Mark II. Yeah. It's it's track work prior to winning the international sprint. All reports. Unbelievable. He won the sprint by six and people still talk about his work. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how good the work was. So you mentioned the Barry Draw, Jake, who were the winners and who were the losers? Interesting one. I think everyone sort of played it all right. I think obviously Golden Six was probably going to win wherever he drew, and then he came out barrier four. And I don't think he could have scripted it any better. He should just lob into a perfect position from there and kick their faces in, no matter how fast they go. I think the interesting one is probably the Vars Stone Age drawn low uh, with a lightweight where he gets to, and the Cup as well. Panther Lasso drawn eight. We're speaking to Yoshida Yahari post the barrier draw about that short run from the starting barriers at the 2,000-metre point to the first turn. And he just pretty much said that, you know, Panther Lassa likes to bowl along and whether that means he ends up 20 lengths in front or three lengths in front, it doesn't really matter. They're going to ride in the same way. So the uh, charge of a light brigade might be on into the first turn in the Hong Kong Cup, especially because Jack Dawes' connections during the week came out and said that he might not have it all alone up front as well. So I think that's probably where the interest lies barrier draw was in the in the Hong Kong Cup over 2000. Interesting with Jack Daw because he has beaten Panther Lasser and then last start when the Panther really let rip out in front. I'm going to say Jack Daw was disappointing. I don't know if they want to go toe-to-toe with the Panther on him. I'm hoping they properly let rip on the Panther. He would be my lean, especially if we get Shartin concrete on Sunday. Well, I think that's the way that they're thinking. Everyone's sort of waiting to see how the track plays press conference with Zach Burton earlier in the day as well and he was sort of saying the same thing about California Spangle. He doesn't know whether he'll let him roll forward and set a genuine tempo up front or whether he'll try and slow him up like he did last start even though Golden Sixty still got the better of him. He's sort of waiting to see how the track played until he made a decision and I guess we won't know until Sunday afternoon Aussie time. How was Zach after his disappointing Wednesday night? Well he had a very heavy neck 
this morning. I'm not sure if you've seen it on the social media, but he's spawning a big white gold red P on yep. his chest. And funnily enough, there was a question asked about it, and he said, don't worry, mate, I won't be wearing a plastic or glass. So it's been specially made for him, and he's enjoying every minute of it, that's for sure. Lucky Swayness drawn the better of the two Hong Kong horses, you'd imagine, or what do they do now with Wellington, do you think, from that wide draw? Well, I think it's probably a little bit better for him. I mean, he's jumped well his two runs in this time, and last uh, Lucky Swayness just got onto his back and peeled off. Of course, he had that little issue, but everyone is saying that he's still the horse to beat. I guess the question mark is how fit is he after that little bit of a niggle coming through the lead-up? But everyone's still thinking he's the one to beat. And, I mean, he's done this many a time before where he's flopped out the back and sort of sat midfield or a little bit worse and ran over the top of them. So Ryan Moore has good options from that draw, I think. And if you can get back onto the back of Lucky Swayness in running, I assume if he's 100% healthy, we'll see a different Wellington come Sunday. Question for Dinopolis. Do we factor Limbs Kosciuszko in at all? Doing the Hong Kong sprint, Japan versus Hong Kong, but you you know Singapore better than most. Lins Kosciuszko winning record is fantastic, and his win first up to me suggests he probably can get into the top five. He gave Golden Monkey, who is arguably the best up and coming horse, away from Lins Kosciuszko, gave him considerable weight first up, and gave him a beating. So for me, ratings wise, that sort of got him into the teens, which is. As good as they go in Singapore since the likes of Spilato and War Affair, you rarely see a horse better than 115. And that's not going to be good enough for him to win the Hong Kong sprint. But I reckon he can get into the finish. It doesn't look a Hong Kong sprint with a big peak. There's a lot of good horses, but there's not a great one. So it's it's winnable, I suppose. I must say, though, I don't have him anywhere near it. The connections of Ma were a bit worried about this barrier bill coming into it. They reckon that there could be a couple of Japanese flyers out of the barriers that set up a quick tempo and obviously he doesn't have to leave but they don't want it run too strongly for him they just want a nice even tempo and I guess as I was saying earlier if it's going to be leaders by all day at Shark then they're going to just surge to the front as well so I think he drew barrier four and Danny Beasley on board as well he knows the horse pretty well I guess if he's good enough he'll be there but I mean if Wellington can get back to what he did first up where you could have had him anywhere between 121 and 127. Uh, I think they're just going to be looking at the back and then surely. The interesting thing with Lins he can't win if they lead. I know that for a fact. Because when he's led and won in Singapore, he's been given an absolute peach in front and he's got an easy time of it. So I'll be hoping they take a sit. Well, that's interesting because they, they definitely want to be up front somewhere and whether that's leading or whether that's in behind them, I'm not quite 100% sure. But yeah, they've, they've made it clear that they want to be definitely inside that first two or three or four, I should say. Take it up. He's not there. To, he's not. They don't go over there to play for places. I reckon as an owner you do. Yeah, maybe you do, actually. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if I owned him, I wouldn't be trying to lead. I think if he leads, he can't win. But if he settles off them, I reckon he can get into the placings. If one of those things, if you try and lead, he probably blows up. But if you just take a trail, you, you probably give your best chance to, A, not only give yourself the best chance of winning, but best chance of getting into the placings. He's very interesting, very interesting because, as Adam knows, especially in Asia, you don't often get to see these horses travel. So you have the established stars in Singapore, which he is, and now we get to see where he measures up. Pretty confident in the ratings, though. Inferno came out here and ran up to those ratings, if not a little bit better down here when 
he hasn't been right in his last few preparations, but in that first ones. Even Debt Collector was close. Debt Collector was close. I think we're pretty right where the ratings sit. They're not good enough for him to win that. But I think, yeah, as mentioned, I think he can finish in the front half. It's still nice to get the information, isn't it, mm. when they travel. It's good. Little ticks. Obviously still very early in the week. Jake, have you got a lean? I'm, I'm getting this feeling you're very keen, Wellington. Have you got another tip in the group ones? Yeah, in the sprint, I'm still pretty keen, Wellington. I've been with him all campaign. And judging by the articles and what Richard Gibson has said, it must have been that bad. And Wellington was putting it on, <laughs> as he was saying earlier this week. So... Yeah, still pretty keen to be in his camp, and I think the way that they've drawn, it could end up differently where he'll end up on the back of mainly his last rival in Lucky Swain S. I think the interesting race will be the Cup. I think that's probably the most open market of them all. Last time I checked, Romantic Warrior was about $3, and behind him were Panther Lasser and Jack Daw. If he can get a nice run in transit and not be too far back, I guess, when if that pace comes from those Japanese horses, it's got to be a romantic warrior, right? What he did first up was enormous. He's getting um, distanced, dude. <laughs> He's getting distanced. <laughs> uh, you've been drinking the Hong Kong Kool-Aid over there, have you? Yeah. You get, out of our, you get out of racing and sports headquarters and all of a sudden you're believing the hype in Hong Kong. Come on, you're better than that. You know the ratings. Yeah, well, I did see Stone Age there when I was having a flick through before. I just didn't want to hype it up anymore, though. I thought that could be blank. I thought that could be blank's job. <laughs> no, my, bet the the stocking stuffer, if you like, is to, it would be Panther Lasser and Jack. You could back them both at bigger mm. prices than Romantic Warrior on his own. Yep. And they're both. They've certainly run a lot, lot faster than he ever has, and maybe he can. Maybe he can. And if if you back him and, and you get paid, good luck to you. But I'll uh, I'll bet against well, things. As a betting proposition, I'd probably be against Romantic Warrior as well, but I think he can win. Like, he can win. Why couldn't he win? Because he's not as fast as the others would be the biggest issue. <laughs> <laughs> I think whenever you're in this situation, from if you're a ratings man, you love it because the favourite isn't rated as high as the second and third pick. It is the joy of the travellers because finally there's actually, in your own pools and things, it's actually very hard to, to find much. real di- Like, real disputes about... Where horses sit in the overall distribution, whereas this is you can have a proper dispute here. Yeah, we can be pretty confident. Once and you get beyond a mile in Hong Kong, they're no good. And Romantic Warrior over there might jump four to five. Mm. He genuinely might. Oh, every year, this just reminds me of when we got the big price. Was it fifties Blue Point <laughs> yeah. and got distanced, and then what unbeaten after that? Three Group Ones on the bounce or did, something. Did get to the corner at Chartin. <laughs> in retrospect, it's harder work to take down their sprinters than it is their um, mm. middle distance horses. For sure. Senior Toba could jump favourite in the Vars as well, could he? <laughs> oh, surely not. <laughs> What's the plan this evening, Jake? Have you got the is the ball tonight? No, nah, ball tomorrow. We've got cultural night tonight, so head down there and see what that's all about. And get back nice and early so I can head to track work tomorrow morning once again and off to the gala tomorrow night. I'm not running on much sleep. Got in late last night, so uh, I guess a nap will be on the cards at some point too this evening. Top podcasting, that. (laughs) (laughs) When are you napping, mate? Uh, Sounds good. So I was having a look at Stone Age. Now that it's $3.75 in the market. So I guess what I was looking at was three-year-olds in the group ones over here in Hong Kong. They've won a little bit less than expected. I think it was four point. They've won four from four point six expected, so essentially bang on. But I guess you could take out one of those with Pixie Knight, where you know he did have that ball and 
didn't complete the race at all, and he was. Made it very uh, I think it was five dollars fifty in the market there. So uh, if that takes into account, obviously they probably won more than their fair share. And funnily enough, over this, I think it was between two thousand twenty four hundred. Ryan Moore has ridden every single three year old winner in the Hong Kong Group One. Mogul and so, Hyde, really, yeah, the two. Stone Age is pretty similar profile-wise to Highland Real, same point. I, it would be unlikely that he goes on to be Highland Real, but to the same point, he's about as good, but he's had more racing, and he's there wouldn't be much between him and Mogul. I don't think you could say he's more talented than Mogul, but he's certainly more reliable. Mogul was a bit of a dog, to be honest, whereas Stone Age is really reliable, So and he's on speed. So there's a bit to like about him. He's got that good number behind Bay Bridge, cut two back two, and he wasn't just in the Breeders' Cup last start. Far from, far from. Glory Vars, looking at it, just seems to fly in Hong Kong. He doesn't race anywhere else. <laughs> That's the. This is my biggest. I have no knocks really on Japanese racing, except you just don't see them. It makes him very hard to. I mean, yeah. Do you forecast him off a peak from twelve months ago, and the peak before that was twelve months before? They had two peaks in three years, you mm. know. And but it's it's almost most of that is down to lack of opportunity. Almost as if going to Hong Kong it's lack of opposition, but we won't go into that. Well, he and Pile Driver absolutely cleared out last year, but I don't even know if there was a local in it. I likened uh, Glory Vars to the sound of Japan, where he uh, finds one race every year and produces a good one, but he's just a good-looking horse put together when I think so. Although he is very much faster than sound, a few similarities there, I guess. I mean, sound, what, two years in a row, you think classic? Glory Vars, a couple of years in a row, Hong Kong Vars. I see, this, faster, I see what you're doing. I, mean, I see what you're doing. They're, they're both good-looking, both have one good race in them a year. But one's just a little bit faster than the other one, I think. Touch. Just a little bit. All right, that wraps us up. Anything else, Jake, before we let you go and get stuck into the cultural night? Got a bit of work to do first, unfortunately. But uh, no, nothing for me. Looking forward to it. Very good. We'll do us proud over there. That wraps us up. The gun on the ground in Hong Kong. He's pumped. Walking out to Sha Tin this morning, he said he couldn't believe it. So very, very happy to have him over there. He's Mr. Hong Kong at Racing and Sports. And you'll find his tips for the big meeting. He'll tweet them out and they'll also become available on the site on Friday for those looking to get involved at Sha Tin on Sunday.